You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Um, We are going to jump right into our rapid fire. Let's start this conversation off um, and let's talk about the NFL, the NFL. Now, I don't know. I don't know how confident I feel about um, this season being able to be completed, but I wanted to head over to the best conference in the NFL, the NFC East, right? So, you know, you have your powerhouses like the Giants, the Eagles, the Washington football team, and the Cowboys. And the question that is so burning on our hearts is who will win that dynamic division this season? Who do you guys have? Crickets. Uh, so, so here's the thing, right? If you put the Eagles offense and the Cowboys defense on the same team, you have the worst team ever assembled. (laughs) But if you put the Eagles defense with the Cowboys offense, you're talking about a Super Bowl contender. Uh, I think it boils down to, uh, here's what I'll say. I think the Eagles problems are slightly more fixable because the real problem boils down to one player. And he seemed to be last week he had an okay game. If he can just play okay, they can they can kind of compete. Whereas the Cowboys, there are so many holes on defense. Dak Prescott could be Tom Brady, and he couldn't win, he he couldn't compensate for how bad they're playing right now on defense. So and this may be a homer thing. I think I would give a slight edge to the Eagles, because their problem is really rotated on one person, where the Cowboys' problem is they just have a, a, an abysmal defense. Okay. You see, you see, initially, I was going to say, nah, I was never going to say the Giants. So I did a bunch of calculations, and I'm like a warrior. Guess who has the top D offense in the NFL this, this fourth week? The Cowboys. <laughs> The Cowboy has the top offense, excuse me, in the NFL. And they have over 2,000 yards, right? And then the Eagles are 28th, and Washington is 30th, and the Giants is second to last, right? So that didn't tell me anything because defense, we know Dallas has the 30th defense. The Eagles have number 10, like Evan said. But the Giants have the fifth, but the Giants have no offense. So it comes down to special teams. Dallas has is the 22nd special teams. 23rd is Giants. 26th is the Eagles. Then I did the win total, went through the schedule. And you know who I have? I hate to utter this out my mouth. But I have the Cowboys going 7-9 and nine, and the Eagles going 5-9-1. and nine and one. <laughs> So... I have to give it to <laughs> the that 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 the, the, the cow girl. <laughs> so uh yeah, because we had to talk about this, I will. Um, right. <laughs> but if we if we can just have a giant trash can that they can 
cut a door out and, and they, the whole division can march inside of it. <laughs> I, I would rather, you know, I appreciate that. You know, by default, somebody has to win, though. Um, so for me, you know, being an Eagles fan, I think our win would be to tank and try to get that quarterback from uh, Clemson. But, you know, that's another story. Um, who I would pick to win this terrible, sorry division would be the Dallas Cowboys at this point, just because the offense is so good. Um, they might get a couple pieces back on defense that might help them out. But the truth of the matter is, who cares? <laughs> like, the, like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. whoever wins this division is going to lose their first round. So that is right. you know, it, it, yeah. it's hard to even just be a part of this division, man. But, you know, whatever. Man, I agree, man. And this is so depressing. You know, and you guys know I have like a very high standard when it comes to my expectations of teams and players. And my standards are so low for this division. It is not even funny. So the Giants are terrible. Like we all know that. No question. They're 0-4, right? but they're only two games out from first place. Like, what? (laughs) They just, I don't know. This division sucks, but because we have to choose, I have to agree. Dallas at this point, to me, look like the ones that will pull it out. You can't really argue against what we're seeing from them offensively. There's a bunch of issues on defense, but I don't think this continues out throughout the season. Um, there are issues on defense. So I, I think they'll be able to pull it out, but I'm with Kelvin. Like, what does it even matter? Like none of our teams are going to be able to compete with the elite teams in the league. Like that's just what it is. Here's, here's, what, I, here's, what, here's what I'll say. At the end of the day, let me say who's going to win this division. COVID-19. <laughs> that, you want to know what? And that is a great point you bring up, which brings us into the conversation. Do we even think the season will continue um, given these positive tests popping up, given the cancellation of games? Like, what do you think is going to happen with the season? Just, just naturally, I think that they will find a way to keep this season going. The reason, the reason why is because the money, the gambling, uh, TV revenue is so much money in football that if they have to isolate every team and put them in hotels and try to create a bubble situation, they will do that just for the sake of trying to, I mean, look, they're playing games on Tuesday right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's like they're doing whatever it's going to take to make that money flow. And I mm-hmm. think just for that reason alone, you know, they're going to they're gonna find a way to make it happen. Mm. I'm going to agree. They need to, it seems to be like Major League Baseball. You know, they had in the beginning so many positive tests, pushbacks, and, and, and adjustments just to get the season going through. If they could learn from them, they may be able to go through what I see a big warning symbol, single, a big warning sign will be if they play a game on Saturday. I think that would be, if that to infringe on college um, time, college football time, that's going to tell me that the season is really in dire need and jeopardy. We know towards the end of the season, they do have Saturday games, but during the um, regular season, what college football is going on, I think that for me would be like, it's a wrap. 
they 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 either gonna need to do the next extreme, like you said, Calvin, the bubble, or cancel the season. Well, um, do they still have? I I believe there were like two teams where they were allowing fans, like a certain amount of fans, to come and watch the games. Are they still doing that at this point? The Miami Dolphins have allowed sixty five thousand people to come into their stadium. Are you serious? I did not know that. It's a wrap. Season done. TMZ reported that uh, this oh. week. The Miami Dolphins are... And then someone said, who's willing to die to watch the Dolphins play football? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, that's like that's like pay, me paying to go put my life at the risk to watch the Eagles fumble the bag. You know what I'm saying? It's not even worth it. I could watch that from my home. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, and and Evan, I was thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> 65,000, like, where are they getting these people from? Yeah, they didn't have 65,000 anyway. Exactly. What they need to do is have Trump have a rally right there and bring all the supporters to vote right there that right there. (laughs) I agree. I look, I'm with it. I'm with it. Vote or die, or in this case, vote and die. Like whatever. It doesn't matter. That's 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 how you really make America great again. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. All right. So keeping in the vein in, in the NFL vein, we want to talk a little bit about who our MVP is so far for the season. I think a couple of weeks ago we spoke specifically just about quarterbacks. We wanted to open it up and see where we were um as far as across the board. So who do you guys have as um NFL MVP so far? I'm really like an Aaron Rodgers fan. He's really like just really carrying this team. And he's, I mean, there's some games he's not as great, but I mean, he's playing without his top receivers. He's playing with like guys that are just really like sometimes just so-so. And he's still, no matter what happens, is going up there throwing touchdowns and putting his team on his back. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So we have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean – I think it's a, it's, it's a two-person race um, mm-hmm. right now, in my opinion, and it goes back to the quarterbacks. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I would love for it to be somebody other than the quarterbacks, man, but for some reason, that's how the NFL works. And I was put Russell Wilson <clears throat> and um, Aaron Rodgers in this category as far as the first quarter of the season is concerned. But mm-hmm. I do believe when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. it will be that kid. Swaggy P. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so I think Patrick Mahomes is going to sneak up in there and he's going to take another MVP with his half a half a billion dollars self. <laughs> mm. Okay. So I'm going to say right now is Josh Allen for Buffalo. All it took was for Tom Brady to leave the division and COVID to hit. And look, the Buffalo Bills at the top of the division, so I have to I have to give Josh Allen and Russell numbers great, sixteen touchdowns with a one one thirty six point seven passing rating, which is one of the best in the NFL. Um, it's neck and neck at this point. Just be, the Bills, just because they've never been there, and they actually have opportunity to win a division, which has happened haven't happened for twenty years. Yeah, so, and don't forget the edge rusher for the Browns. The Browns, anything good for the Browns, you got to consider them. So, 
So let me just, you know, because I, you know me, I just always need to clarify statements. So Phil, are you saying that right now for you, it is neck and neck between Russell Wilson and Josh Allen? Yes, for the second, only for the reason that the Bills are actually a good team and they're finding success on a different level in the, for over the past 20 years. Russell Wilson is always there. Um, his numbers is, cannot be denied. He is a great quarterback, but for this, this far, we expected Seattle to be here. Who expected Buffalo to be this high? Really? Phil, this is not most improved franchise. This is right. right. Like, which is why I wanted to kind of <laughs> hold that out. Like, I mean, I hear you about Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo. If you're from New York, look, New Yorkers, we are claiming every team in New York right now. <laughs> we, need it. we are claiming the Jets. We are claiming the Buffalo. We are going to oh, claim funny. anything close to New York at this We're taking point. Canada, too, Syrac- close Syrac- enough. Syracuse, Orange, man. Seriously, at this point, any football team in New York. So shout out to Buffalo. Um, but, okay, I mean, Phil, that's, that's cool. Um, for me... And let me just point out, like, we're talking about MVP lists, and the quarterbacks this year are so good, Yeah. right? Like, it's not even a conversation for me for anyone else right now. Like, I feel like this is a quarterback conversation. It has to be Sierra's husband this year, Mm. Russell Wilson. I mean, I, I just don't know. 16 touchdowns in four games on two interceptions, okay? My quarterback probably dreamt about three interceptions last night, all right? Just to give you perspective on how crazy it is to to have that number. I mean, what he's doing is unbelievable. And he has showed us that um, he is consistent throughout, right? So he's not one of those quarterbacks that's like, oh, I'm going to be hot the first five weeks. And then, you know, I turn into like Carson Wentz the last <laughs> games of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to be pretty consistent. So for me, I have to give it to um, Mr. Wilson, but all good candidates because Aaron Rodgers is definitely somebody that, is in that conversation. I think um, Josh Allen is somebody in that conversation. I even think, I mean, I like what Dak Prescott is doing. His defense isn't helping him, but my gosh, he's he's having himself a, a nice season as well. But so. what I would say is Dak Prescott is putting up what I would call boogie cousin numbers. <laughs> <laughs> he's putting up stats when the, the game really doesn't matter. Because, you know, the, you know he's going to have to keep passing. So, Ezekiel LA's numbers are going to go down because he has yeah. to keep passing the ball because the difference is so behind. bad. Now, here's an honest question. I, I don't want to dwell on this. Just an honest question. Uh-huh. Would you rather have the Dallas Cowboys defense or the Atlanta Falcons defense? Look. <laughs> because one's bad the whole Dallas, game. Okay. <laughs> and the other one's just going to screw you when it's all, all said and done. <laughs> like, you, you want to know what my problem is with the Falcons? My problem is this. 
I respect my team, the Giants, right? Because we're going to be losing from quarter one, right? So I kind of know the flow of the game. Like, I know in the second quarter, we're going to be down. Third quarter, we're going to be down. And fourth quarter, we're going to make a run only to be down by two touchdowns. Like, that's just like the standard Giants playbook. (laughs) The Falcons, they would be up by like 40 to like 17 in the middle of the third, (laughs) right? And lose the game. Nah, man. Yeah, that's what I think. I think them playing each other answered my question already. (laughs) (laughs) That Dallas Falcon game answered my question for me. Yeah, man. Concur. I concur, man. Wow. So that's that's kind of um, you know kind of where we are. Now let's move on to the NBA finals. So we are right at the edge of wrapping up this NBA bubble season. We know that the Lakers, they're playing the heat. We are at, well, today will be game six. And um, the Lakers lost what seemed to be a, a bit of a decisive game um, for them. And so I wanted to ask you guys, do you think that there's more pressure on LA right now, even though they're up three to two to win it and close it off tonight. Um, And do you think if this series go three, three, the dynamics of the whole series changes in favor of Miami? So I'll say this. If Miami wins tonight, Miami's going to win the finals. Wow. You think so? I guarantee. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> now you done messed up their chances by saying that. But go ahead. Because, and here's just the ebb and flow of a series, right? I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. When a team is up three-two, and they lose Game Six, mm-hmm. more often than not, they lose the series. Mm-hmm. And what you notice is Game One and Game Two, Miami's getting slapped silly. But ever since game three, these games have been either way. Right. And so it's a more of an even series. So I'm saying if they win tonight, Miami and seven. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, go ahead, Phil. Uh, no, I was going to wait for your insight, but I'll jump in. I believe Miami will not win the championship, even though they go game seven. Um, this LeBron is looking at his legacy. Um, and I think he's going to finally say, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. I can't take this no more. And when LeBron doing it himself, it's not really himself. It's him helping others look good. And at the last minute, at the last minute, I think he's going to really say, you know what? I can't depend on these guys. I'm going to do it myself. I, I, and the pressure to me is still on Miami in a weird sense, even though nobody expects him to be there. But Jimmy Butler is talking. He's reminding people, hey, I'm here, I'm here. So the pressure will only shift for tonight's game. The pressure is on Miami because the L.A. still have two games. They have to win one out of two. Mm-hmm. 7-7, seven, I, I think that's when LeBron, if AD plays today with one leg, if there's a game seven, I still believe the Lakers will come through. It's something about Kobe, something about this season, this bubble season, which Calvin don't count. They'll count this NBA championship <laughs> and he's put his neck through the throat. He don't count at all. It's 
there's no it's fair play all things come to it it's really talent and hustle and i think the lakers are gonna pull it off so that's what i'm thinking so if i would answer the question right the question who has the most pressure i would say it would be la um la would have the most pressure i mean simply because they're favorite to win they were supposed to win they were actually supposed to close the game out the prior game out they had the kobe jerseys on they failed to do that so now it's a little it's a little pressure here but then we start talking about um you know the, the determinant factors i think one would be health of anthony davis first and foremost but the reason why i feel like um when we talk about who will win the series ultimately and where i kind of disagree with evan is it would be to me it would be la would win the series no matter what and the reason why I say that is because it's just really hard to beat a team three times in a row. Um, when you look at the first two games of this series, you got LA, LA winning. Game three, you got the Heat winning. <laughs> so now what you're asking the Heat to do now, they won uh, game five. You ask them to win game six, and then you're asking them to win three games in a row. And that's just a, just a very, very difficult thing to do um, in the basketball world, uh, bearing injuries, of course. Right. Right. And, and, and I kind of, Kelvin, I think I'm, I'm in line with that reasoning, not because I don't think they can scrap three games together. Like that's not what the conversation is. I think if, if you talk about hustle, when you have Jimmy Butler on that team, he's a dog straight up and I love it. And so I think it's possible, but is it probable? Like, I can't really see any team winning three consecutive games against these Lakers. Like I really, really can't. Um, I think a determining factor would be a, I'm sure AD is going to play, but what he looks like, right? Cause whether you want to admit it or not, AD is going to take the Lakers as far as, as they need to go. With LeBron James, like this is not to negate LeBron James, but you need a healthy AD for them to win this chip. And so I think in the first quarter of tonight's game, we're really going to have a perspective as to what AD looks like. Um, you know, is he going to be his dominant self today or is he going to be the big soft guy, right? Because we have seen throughout these playoffs, he could be either. Now, now, Dion, you, you made me think, you made me uh, go back in history for a second, too. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say... You about to, you about to feel Janiser, Calvin? You about to feel Janiser? No, 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 no. I'm just thinking about... My whole this reminded me of uh, Scottie Pippen, y'all. You know, when Scottie Pippen got hurt, oh, he yeah, barely exactly. could do nothing. Yeah. But can LeBron pull an MJ performance would be the right. question. No, right, right. And and, yeah. and, I, and I'm not negating that as a possibility either because LeBron has even showed um, in this finals um, in the playoffs that he can take over a game. Like that, if he wants to, that is within his realm of possibility, right? So he definitely can pull off an MJ like no one is going to be pulling off MJ performances now, right, but right. he can definitely pull off MJ like feats. The question is, does he want to, does he want to, I think that's the bigger question. Great question. And, and here's what I'll say, right? I, I, one, we're in a unique situation in the bubble. 
Two, we've seen the now Lakers and Clippers aren't the same, right? Clippers are a cursed organization. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we've seen a team blow a three-one lead, right? right. Here's okay. what you got to take consideration. Mm-hmm. Kevin pointed it's hard to be a team three times. It is. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit different to be a team three times where you don't have to travel up and down the road. Right. You get about your bed, eat a nice warm breakfast, go yeah. out. Uh, Jimmy brother sells some twenty dollar coffee. You know, <laughs> comes to the game. You're right. um, go ahead. And it happened twice. Remember the the Denver did win three games in a row in two different series. So you're right. Yeah. And and this is the I think the road supposed road team have won most of the games in the bubble. Which never happened basketball history. Road team journey don't win. There's no road teams, Joe. There's no road teams. I was gonna say, I I don't even think that's a factor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't see the air quotes. Supposed (laughs) road teams. So, which we know is not, but yeah, I can't see the air quotes I'm putting. But the supposed road teams have won the most games in this bubble. Which, you know, so you're right. That unique, (laughs) this unique gesture of like AU environment. Where everyone's hanging out together, you roll over, focus. Anything has can happen. We have seen it. We have seen teams that we know these young guys who start to blossom. Were they able to be vibrant and as explosive in a different environment, traveling like like Evan said in a different city? Um, uh, other day, you know, going to right now the game would have been traveling from I think one end of the uh, United States to the other, Miami to California, and that jet lag. You know, those who have traveled from California it takes a while to. To, to adjust so anything is possible I have to say that I mean and, and and it's like I can agree with Kelvin's perspective but I can also agree with Evan um too like the circumstances are a little different and and I don't think you can't really put grit in the stat sheets right like there isn't a place for that but when I think of Jimmy Butler like if somebody's going to pull off a monumental upset, I feel confident that Jimmy and his boys can do it, right? But I'm still at that phase like, well, they can do it, but will they do it? And I'm kind of like just varying varying um, at that point right now. Um, Jimmy is having a crazy finals, right? You know, I posted it yesterday, like he's averaging 25, 26 point triple double in the finals. You know, um, he's willing his team to win. I mean, the, these are things that you, you just can't discount. I think the first quarter is going to tell me a lot as far as the intensity where people are at, how people are coming out. I think if LeBron comes out aggressive early, that usually sets the tone um, for the rest of the team. Um, If AD is even playing half dominant and LeBron is aggressive, I don't see Miami winning this. Um, Now that we're talking about AD, I remember earlier in the bubble, we made fun of um, Giannis, right? For headbutting the dude, just being stupid. Um, do you guys think that AD should be suspended for punching Jay Crowder in his face? No. <laughs> Why I say no? Because it's part of the game. He tried 
injures an ankle. So Wait, what? no. Phil, Phil was talking about that Brooklyn street ball. <laughs> <laughs> not talking about the NBA ball regulation. Yep. But uh, I mean, I would say I would say yes, right? Because let's think about this. Remember, Ryan Artest gave um, James Harden a concussion. Yes, and Ron Artest was innocent, by the way. But go ahead. <laughs> and so, I mean, he threw an elbow. Anytime there is a a blow to the head, yeah. It is just it is a one game suspension. Mm-hmm. I remember when um, Dwight Howard threw an elbow to Samuel Delaware's head. He got a one game suspension. Six still lost, but you know I remember. So an elbow to the head should be a suspension. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be suspended? No, I mean it's not happening. But he should have been suspended. Yeah. Yeah, let that thing play, man. Like, uh, thank you, ref. Don't control this because if you control this, you you actually won the championship yourself. The refs. So we got to give it to the refs because mm. the players need to be out there. If you're not injured, do not do not suspend one of the top players in the series because then you just determined the game. It's different from an injury. And that one right there, I just saw it. Uh, it's, it's, it's weak, man. I mean, these these are things that happen. They happened in the 90s or the 80s. We're not even talking about them. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't affect the game. It was an isolated event. You know, the dude might have tripped you, whatever. He, he gave him a quick little flash to the face. Whatever. Just keep playing, man. Like, who cares? Like, you're willing to suspend and jeopardize who wins because of that call? Nah, I'm yeah. not for it. I think it's I think it's foolishness. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess um, and and I, I agree with that. Like, I kind of want, you know, everybody out there on the floor, like put it all out, let these guys play. But I guess in fairness, if someone else did this. Right, not AD, but you know, I don't know. Any, <laughs> any other person, just in just straight fairness, would it have been the same? And I understand that totally. Um, but I'm like, dang, we already gonna have in my opinion, we're gonna have an asterisk already because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. And now if you take away AD because of that whole thing, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to put two of them next to it. So, <laughs> so I'm just like, goodness gracious, it's like <laughs> do the best you can to have it, you know, fair for everybody to have a team out and whoever win, win, whoever lose, lose. Yeah. And it, and it's so funny because I was I was watching, I guess, yesterday after I watched the full highlights. I kind of went back to like the 80s and 90s. That dude, MJ, was headbutting referees. <laughs> wait. And I was like, wait, hold on. And never got in trouble for that. Right. So, Dudes was doing like, WWE on the court during the 80s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> real wrestling. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, <laughs> and back then, we were used to players fighting, but I didn't know Jordan was abusing the refs. Uh, Mike, anybody can get it. Mike had no picks. <laughs> oh my goodness! No picks. So, so you, you know, I guess if I want overall fairness, looking at that, right, and looking at this, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. And then, and if MJ was playing today, I felt like he could tackle people, and I don't know if he'll be suspended. Well, yeah. If you, you want, if you want that viewership to keep going, right? <laughs> you keep certain people in the games. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a flagrant, flagrant one. MJ could jump to the crowd like Ron Artest and beat someone up. Go right back in the game, like, yeah, hey, it was his fault. It's his fault. 
they, they would just turn the cameras off. Like they, 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 they would just turn the cameras off. David Stern would pay us fine personally. Oh yeah, give us money. Oh my goodness. So yeah. So look, that's where we are. We all know superstars don't get the same treatment as like your average dudes, right? And yeah. you know life. what? The reality is this. That's life. The reality is this. If the superstars are not in the game, who's who's watching this? No one. So it, it is what it is. But um, yeah, thank you for another exciting and spicy show today. Um, thank you to our listeners. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.